Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of two pros in a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. So I felt like something was missing. Like you guys ever feel that like you think you're forgetting something or like something's missing. It just doesn't feel right. And then I realized what it was. You know, what? I just I realized. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> now, now. Oh man. We have arrived. Labar Arrington. Would you like to say a word as you stand next to a casket? listening to this funeral home music. I just don't know how I'd be standing next to a casket <laughs> with this song on when I would be I mean, in the casket. Didn't LeVar <laughs> win technically? His guy played the best. Wait, we do have we do have an update. Uh, Lee DeLapp has put together the numbers. He has crunched all the numbers of our picks. We all drew names out of a hat last week before the Masters started. Brady Quinn drew Tiger Woods once, put it back <laughs> Brady, in the hat. Brady Quinn pulled Tiger Woods <laughs> twice. Then LeVar pulled it a second time for Brady because he didn't trust any of us to do it, so he let VAR do it, and VAR pulled and Tiger VAR. again. <laughs> Tiger and Q were meant to be. And uh, this is what it was. So Lee, similar ha- habits apparently. Uh, Lee, <laughs> Lee, how did we? Uh, how do we all do? Well, Brady could have won, but uh, yeah, Tiger did withdraw on the on the last day there. Unfortunately, how could I have won? He wasn't even close to contention. He made Lee. the cut. Plus eight. He made the cut. He yeah, made the and cut. he was playing awful Saturday. He played better Saturday than the first round. By the way, Tiger. Shot better. Tiger Woods was walking around like he'd been thrown out of a building. <laughs> Come on, dude. Jeez. I, I, Are you it, serious right now? Do you really think he was that banged up, or was he selling it a little bit for the cameras? Are you serious? I'm you asking know the he, question. He like almost lost his leg. I, I got it, but if he's well enough to be out there, why all of a sudden when he struggles, now the limp starts? Just, I broke my back. Thank you, Tiger. Spinal. This is where spinal. This is uh, just <laughs> my back is broken. Asking questions. That's all I'm doing. Trying to get to the bottom of this stuff. I mean, I think the the the, the public wants to know. You know? 
I mean, it's all you just want to know what happened here. I broke my back. Now, where did uh, I want to know what Q's response is to this, though? That's I, I, I'm not going to say anything because Jonas gets too sensitive. <laughs> what do you mean? Critical, so. I don't care. Well, just say whatever you want to say. I don't care. I don't care. No, we're good. You get it's sensitive. Fine. You do get a little sensitive. Well, um, Lee, what do we got? Well, Jonas, you did finish last year with Thank Rory you. McElroy yeah. missing the cut. Yeah. The, he, uh, dead last. Well, yeah. not dead wow. last, but, you know, wow. last well, year he was, he was amongst dead us. Last. I mean, uh, yeah. Amongst us. Amongst us, yeah. It's like, what, what is his excuse? What's Rory's excuse? Did he get hit by the tree? Like, no. what happened here? Oh, no. He just sucked. Is he ever going to win a Masters? Just oh, never going to happen. I think he was happen? the favorite to win it too. Yeah, him and Scheffler were the were the co-favorites to win it, and I felt great about the pick. And of course, there he goes with, with an awful performance. Doesn't even make the cut. It's embarrassing. We sucked, and we sucked at a time that you can't suck. <laughs> Interesting. Thank you, Rory. Uh, Var, did at any point in time did you happen? Because you know, just so you know. There was a play was canceled Saturday, yeah. So they actually had to play thirty holes. The leading group did on Sunday, so it was on um, what Eastern time? I think it was on a, what eight something like that. So it would have been on a five a.m. Pacific, all the way through the day. At any point in time, given the fact that when you woke up Sunday, Easter Sunday, Brooks Kepka, your guy, was leading. Did you check it out at any point in time during during the holiday? Like the event on. The channel, like, did the you even look at your event? phone and go, oh, Brooks is still leading, or what's happening on the Masters at I'm, any point in time? I'm always on my phone. I'm always getting information <laughs> and seeing things on my phone. Like, did you all, see that all across the board? Yes, I did keep up with it okay. that way. I didn't I watch curious. it. I, w- I wouldn't have watched <laughs> so it. So you never, like, CBS never I didn't, like, jump up. on TV and was like, yeah, this is what I'm turning <laughs> on. We don't really watch too much TV around here, though, either. So... It's like we're, you know, we're kind of earthy. So we, we open up all our doors. We turn music on and we're like in and outside, like in inside, outside. So it's not it's not like we're parked in front of the television anyway. Did you turn this music on? I, I, it's You know, the interesting thing is, is I blocked it out until you just brought it back to me. Don't you, you feel know, better, though, like now? It was still playing. It feels well. I feel like they should start putting the dirt on top of me. That's, that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm ready for my dirt nap. You know. Yeah. So I feel like. Lee, where this just uh, makes me feel like it's over. So if I was dead last, say a good word. Who know? finished fifth, Lee? Well, next sucky was me. I was. Uh, I picked sucky. the. Australian Jason Day. He and Adam Scott, the other uh, Aussie out there, finished plus five. Jason Day shot 80 in the final round, so he tied 39th. That was an awful day for Jason Day in the final Oof. day. Roberto had Tony Finau, who finished even, tied for 26. Yeah, Roberto. And then, of course, we had oh, no. the top two. We actually had LeVar with Brooks Kepka and Eddie with the win, dude. John Rahm. John Rahm. Yeah. How about it, huh? Isn't that awesome that, that we picked the top two? And Eddie was so happy with his pick that he no-showed work. Yeah. yeah. Great. Um, so hey, Lee, we didn't pick them. We picked them out of a hat. It's a little different. No, no we picked them. <laughs> we picked them out of a hat. I picked Brooks Kepka and put him in the hat. Didn't need to be in yes, there. Yes, he did. That is yeah, true. Yeah, hey, Lee, you know who else you picked and put in the hat? Tiger, baby. Tiger, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> could have won. Thanks, we'll never know. We'll never uh, know. What do you mean he could have won? He played into the third round. He was like plus eight. What did he finish? Plus eight, plus nine? I think that was right, but he made the cut. Oh, jeez. No. By the way, the yeah, I think, I think you got hit in the head last night at that Wrestling Forever event. Yeah, what happened, Lee? 
Did you get a, a chair shot? Chair was brought out. At Burbank Extreme Wrestling. Yeah, there were some shots. <laughs> Least I mean, be honest, Lee, was that like in a closed department store? Is that where they had the event at? <laughs> yeah, was that an HOA meeting, Lee? It, no, it, it, it looked like it was at like a Macy's that went defunct, and like they just were like, what do we do with this space? Oh, you know what? There's these guys in this lower circuit wrestling. They can run out the entire department store. They'll turn it into a ring. We'll bring in like 50 people. They'll be dumb enough to pay 100 bucks per ticket. We'll go yeah, from there. I thought it was going to be at the Moose Lodge, which is like the Elks Lodge. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Moose Lodge. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be there. It was next to a chop shop next to West Coast Customs. Hold on a second. So the Moose Lodge is, what's the difference between that and the Elks Lodge? I don't know. I was trying to figure that out. There is an Elks Lodge. Two different animals. Yeah, that's true. And Burbank. How Great about I've been there before? Though. Great point. The Elks Lodge? Yes. I deliver, I uh, donate blood there all the time. Huh. I are gave we, a speech. Are we sure you should be donating okay. your blood? Okay. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Okay. This is where I mean, Lee, Lee, tell the tell the whole story why you go to the Elks Lodge to donate blood. Well, right after Get you money. donate blood, they have a they have a bar inside the Elks Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> You so that's how you get the drink. You get, you get twice the bang for your buck. <laughs> Lee, do you even know if like your is touched, donation yeah, is, is. is acceptable? Like they might they I, might be too high of an alcohol. I, I have I have definitely canceled donations because of partying the night before. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I can't go now. Dang, you was gonna give somebody some wet willies. I don't know. Uh, wet willies. <laughs> I bet Lee's tested it. Some He's margarita bill. After you had a few drinks, right? Listen to some Jimmy Buffett the night before. And By the way, they were like, "Sir, twenty percent uh, of your blood's just straight alcohol." Hey, hey, Sir, your your blood alcohol content level is way too high. We're going to have to take you in. I, but I just got a transfusion. Lee, if you if you donate blood, do you get buzzed quicker afterwards? Absolutely. They always tell oh. you. So that's why they tell you don't work out, don't drink any alcohol. I go straight to the bar. Of course oh you gosh. do. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, man. Does Todd donate with you? No, he, I've brought him, and I think. I think they turned him away for <laughs> iron deficiency or something. <laughs> you imagine that? that? Was. We desperately need blood, just they not from time. They, they looked at time. Was like, yeah, no, nah, we're not taking your blood. I don't know that I feel good about the blood situation if, if, if these one of the donors. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, it's California. We got everything figured out here. It's all buttoned yeah, up out in these parts. What are you talking about? You know, hmm. everybody's fine. <laughs> no issues whatsoever here. <laughs> This, this place is a disaster. Yeah. Uh, so, Lee, I, I didn't... <laughs> Go donate blood. Donate blood. Do you get free booze if you donate blood? No, they always get, they always ah. like promise you like a free gift card or a t-shirt. I never get any of this. Who wants there a gift card to the Elks Lodge? you could go to get paid, though, right? There, you can go places and get blood and get paid. Apparently, but I, yeah, I, I just do it out of the... Kindness goodness of, my, of your heart. Goodness of my heart, yeah. Okay. Give a little yeah. plasma. Good. Goodness. Platelets, yeah. Plasma and platelets, I give that oh, now. Okay. Yeah. Which sucks because now that now that they know that I could give that, they make me do that instead, which is like a two hour process instead of the usual like in and out half hour thing. So do you go hard alcohol or beer right after you donate blood? Uh you know, right now I'm uh off of hard alcohol and drinking beer, so I guess beer. So like a double IPA. Yes, de okay. definitely double IPA. Hazy double IPA. <laughs> yeah, you get these these uh, not, little rinky-dink 4%ers get out of my face here after I've just donated blood. The Golden Brewery 9.0 double I yeah, IPA. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There he is, folks. 
Uh, so you're in good hands uh, if you get blood from the Elks Lodge, uh, courtesy of Lee DeLapp. Yeah, request Lee DeLapp blood. Yeah, please do. That's a shirt, by the way. We got we got to start a t-shirt line. We have to. Lee DeLapp blood. Oh, man. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening speaking of the nfl we may have ourselves the conclusion standing nearby one of the major storylines in the national football league all offseason odell beckham jr is now a baltimore raven he gets a gets a one-year deal worth up to 18 million dollars now reportedly it's 15 million dollars guaranteed and the other three would be one million more than what he said he's worth right he said um, he was worth 14. Well, he said he was worth uh, 20. He wanted 20, but he didn't want four. He didn't want four, yeah. right. So right. if you split the difference, you would have gone 12. So he did get more than, than more. you know what the average would be there, or the, or the splitting of the difference would be. And so now he's a Baltimore Raven. And if we all acknowledge that it's a prove-it deal, why would he choose to go to Baltimore and go play for the Ravens unless he probably had a pretty good indication that they were going to have something figured out at quarterback, meaning something like Lamar Jackson for this upcoming season? And so that, to me, leads me to believe that we could be also nearing the conclusion of whatever the plan is for Lamar Jackson in this upcoming season with the Baltimore Ravens. 
Unless I'm crazy. Unless First I'm looking off, too far I, ahead. I'm just happy for Odell. Odell. I mean, he, he's he's been through a decent amount in regards to injuries. He's been trying to find a home, and, and he's found someone, at least to – to pay him what reportedly is is what fifteen million with you know eighteen million potential of earnings with with incentives, which is awesome. I mean, good for him. Um, I, I love seeing this for players. I am a little curious to see the language of the contract because we've we've seen this a few times this off season. Contracts are announced, the contract comes out. It's not what was announced. You know, we saw that with Geno Smith. It was a it was a four year initially, a hundred yeah. million dollar deal. Yes. And that's, you know, Sheffer and everyone. And then it gets reported, no, it's actually a three-year deal. And it's about 70-some million. Then you look at the contract and you're like, oh, it's really just a one-year deal. The Seahawks can get out from underneath it if they need to after this season. So you got to be careful sometimes when you hear this stuff. This is a one-year deal, so there's not much uh, misdirection in regards to the length and and probably how much he's going to get paid. It's just, are they really going to pay him $15 million fully guaranteed? Uh, maybe it's it's an olive branch to Lamar Jackson and saying, look, we're, we're continuing to build this roster for you. Are you in or are you out? And, and maybe he comes to the table or comes to an agreement on the long-term deal that they've you know, provided him. I'm, I'm not sure what the direction is, but it's, it's definitely a good move for the roster. It's a good move for Odell and, and probably helps, at least in regards to Lamar Jackson, getting him on board and getting him as part of this team to say, we're trying to do what we can, man, to give you the tools to be successful. You know, he he was obviously on FaceTime with OBJ. I don't know exactly what that means in terms of negotiations, um, techniques for, for Lamar or or how it plays out for even Baltimore as it applies to Lamar but I would I would ultimately offer this if if there is no if there's no team out there that is showing an aggressive approach uh, uh or of of real interest to Lamar Jackson so I don't know what he's getting on his end but just from the reports of it if it's as cool or not even lukewarm, just under lukewarm on measuring and, and weighing what what the opportunity is to acquire Lamar Jackson to your team, you have to believe at this point Lamar Jackson is coming to the realization that it's not going to go the way that maybe he had originally hoped that it would go. And maybe now there is, I mean, for what it's worth, I mean, if we're being, if we're being a hundred percent real, when you hit the open market as a unrestricted or excuse me, a non-exclusive franchise tag player, outside of trying to create some extraordinary circumstances like, okay, Brashadi and, and company colluded with other teams to make sure that Lamar has to stay in Baltimore, which I don't believe that to be true. Like, if guys talk, maybe guys talk because that's what they do. I mean, this is the league. But I don't believe that there was a true colluding to keep Lamar from going to another team. I do not think that that happened. And and so, in theory, the player in this scenario, when the market speaks – 
And it says that you're going to stay with the team you're with because nobody is willing to give up the compensation or pay you step into the situation where they have to try to pay you what it is that you want. You actually should be able to look at your franchise and say, I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to be able to test the market out. Let's talk. Like, in theory, that should be how this goes down. And and possibly, even with all the things that maybe have, have come out in the media or may have been said in, on Twitter or whatever it may be, you know, with the home workout gym agent and all that stuff, I think through it all, through it all, there's the possibility that the relationship isn't as tainted as maybe people may have thought it was originally to be and that there's the possibility that they could come to the table and cooler heads will prevail. Because if they wanted to be a-holes about it, they could have gone the exclusive franchise tag and not given them any opportunity to to seek out a better deal elsewhere. I, and- I, I don't know that that would actually make them look like a-holes. Like to me, that actually might have been – you know, more of a commitment to him saying, look, we're not letting you go anywhere. If a team wants to trade for you, that they can. And, we, you know, we can try to do a, a sign and trade of the franchise tag and you can go take their long-term deal. The problem is, is he would have to be negotiating with other teams under the exclusive franchise tag. What it would have done is it would have given him about $12 million more in, in monies this upcoming season if he doesn't agree to a long-term deal. And I think the other thing is, from a negotiating standpoint, you know, now it actually sets up for his long-term deal uh, not quite as robust, right? Like, if you're $12 million less this year, that means next year you're under the franchise tag, you make 120% of what you made the previous year. So that second year, the tag's not going to be as big. So that, that's why it actually, it actually it wasn't a slap in the face to him, but I think it was more of you're kind of being unreasonable, all right? like teaching your, your kid a lesson. Like, we're going to let you go out there and see what you're really worth in the market. And when you find out that, you know, you're not going to make an offer as, as good as what we're going to offer you, good luck with that, you know. And, and, and maybe you should come back and sign the long-term deal that we offered you. I just wonder what happens now. Like, well, what, what's the plan now? Because, and, and there's been some thought that, well, if a team doesn't find the quarterback that they want in the draft, maybe they would come back and, and try and look into what it would take to get Lamar Jackson, whether it be Indianapolis or one of these other teams that is picking how sort much, of outside the top how two. How much time does Lamar have before July he has 15. to July? See, there, I mean, the, he still can, can measure and weigh what you're talking about, Jonas. There's nothing wrong with continuing to see if something pans out that way. But to me... I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But at the same time, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm like, playtime is over. Let's get really serious about trying to get a deal done. Um, if if I can't get more than what, what Deshaun Watson has, has received, then let me try to get a shorter-term contract, as, as Q has mentioned in shows prior to this. And let's try to get a short-term contract done that that makes me feel happy and motivated about what I have going on here in in Baltimore because for what it's worth he does have a great situation I mean that sometimes that gets a little lost in all of the negotiation conversations that are taking place but he does have a very good situation in Baltimore he is a beloved player probably the most beloved player since Ray Lewis on on that football team. Ooh, ooh and, hold on now. Don't be disrespecting oh, Ed Reed. 
Don't yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah. Check, like, check, yeah. check, check. Respect, respect. Yeah, Justin Ed Tucker, Reed, too. Ed, yeah, but that's a little different. But yeah, you're. I mean, I'll give you that. But Ed Reed, one hundred percent. My my apologies, E. Um, but he is. Up, he Ed? is. <laughs> hi, Ed. He's, so He's very jealous. much that guy to to that community. He's very much in a situation where one good season, he he, you know, all of this goes away. You know, all of the memories become good memories, and. And and you move on from it. But I will offer this. I, I will offer this, guys, because to me, the team is not much different than what it was this past season. And and I know it may seem exciting to get OBJ signed and delivered on your team. But there are a lot of question marks that are surrounding him as a player. And I don't for me, I don't know how much of a rising tide bringing OBJ to your team, you know, truly represents. Like, I think it's a splash in terms of it's a recognizable name. You know the potential because we're connected to the sensationalized highlights and and how polarizing a figure that OBJ is. But when you get down to the brass, you know, tax of what of who OBJ is as a player today, I don't know that he's moving the the gauge towards towards overheating you know they're going to be hot because they have obj now i don't i don't feel like that's the type of signing this was but i mean if you pair him up with mark andrews like all of a sudden you're looking at them going okay that's that's a duo that you could work with that's something lamar jackson's looking at going okay i i I could i could i could work with these guys and we could have production and we could have forget rashad bateman's there too yeah Yeah, he's very capable and i i just think and also to your point when it comes to his situation if you were to list the top five most well-run organizations like ones that do it professionally ones that you know there's not a lot of turnover there's not a isn't Baltimore right at the top of that list? I mean, John oh, yeah. Harbaugh's been there for years. DaCosta's been there for years. Ozzie Newsom's still involved and was there for years. Like, when you just look at well-run organizations, Lamar Jackson's going to have a hard time finding another one that's better than Baltimore in the league. So the idea that he's that you know he, he's in this tough spot and you know they haven't treated him right and I just that whole that whole thing just doesn't has never made any sense to me whatsoever because they've, they've always done people solid. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, they're definitely one of the better organizations. And, look, they've, they've made as big of a pivot and have done it relatively successful as as any organization. Like, you went from Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson. I mean, a pure pocket passer to a guy who's arguably next to probably Michael Vick, the most dynamic quarterback the league has ever seen. And they did it midseason. Yeah, and made the well, playoffs. I mean, it, it didn't fully, they didn't fully turn turn the ship until probably after. But just the way they transitioned the entire offense, the makeup of the team. I mean, even how you draft an offensive lineman and what that looks like. I mean, they just they've pivoted. They were they've made it successful to the point where they're a perennial playoff team. Like they've provided him the players necessary to be able to be as successful as he's been. And, and that's not taking away anything from what Lamar Jackson does or brings to the table, but he's not out there doing it all by himself. I mean, they've they've set this thing up so he could have success. There's not many other organizations that would that were willing to sign on for that. I mean, remember every team passed on him in the first round. 
He was the 32nd pick. It was Baltimore who traded back up to get him. And, and I think there's, there should be some equity there. And, and once he signs, because he, he will eventually, I think, sign a long-term deal with Baltimore, I mean, it, it'll be nine figures in guarantees. I, I don't care if it's not $231 million to top Deshaun Watson. If it's $150 million in guarantees, that's a lot of money. Like, it's hard, I think, to sign a $150 million deal and sit there and go, yeah, I'm pretty upset right now. Well, should have been, been paid more. It's a bummer. Like, okay, dude, go make, go play great the next two years and maybe you could come back to the negotiation table when you stay healthy and win another MVP and win a Super Bowl. Like, I just, I, I think this eventually cooler heads will prevail and these two will come together. And for those who may hate on what you just said, like, well, he's already got an MVP. He's already played well enough. Listen, this is where he's at. Yeah. So accept the reality. Like, that's life, people. <laughs> like I was saying, that's life. It could be Except worse. the reality of where, where you are right okay, now and, okay. and take the circumstances and, that you have and make them work for and it you. it could be worse. Cam Newton's got an MVP. He can't get a job. How about that? So, well, it's, and I got a, I got a take on Cam, but that's for another time. It, it's like a house, though, right? You buy a really nice house. Two, three years ago, dude, you could sell that for way above, way above probably what you built or bought it at because that was what the housing market was at. Is the housing market at that right now? Hell no. And people who know that probably realize that. You can't sell your house for as much as you could two, three years ago, it's, whatever it was. Yeah, it's, it, a, it's, it's a whole different deal right now. So, unfortunately for Lamar, yeah, when he won the MVP, if he was going to sign an extension, could he have then? Sure. Would he have been able to maximize what that contract looked like at that time? Sure. That's not right now. It's not how the past couple seasons have gone. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. We are going to uh, later on this hour have another edition of You In or You Out. And uh, I think we're all in agreement we are out on uh, that last casino video that Lee just sent over to the group. All the way I've out. never been a fan yeah. of slot machines. Not anymore. No, never really was before that. <laughs> That's just, I forget it. Somebody just sitting in a slot machine going to the bathroom. I mean, <laughs> on the floor. too many free drinks. <laughs> They don't need to be a, a plasma or platelet donor either. By the way, that's true. She just yeah. sitting there going without a care in the world on, on the cell phone, right? On, on the cell phone, just playing a, playing a slot and uh, just you know just leaking. That's uh, just you know got a got a little bit of a leak situation going on there. So yeah, that was uh, revolting from Lee DeLapp, so it was kind of him to send that over. By the way, at the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com forward slash match. By the way, you guys tell me whether or not this is anything to be excited about or not, but uh, Ian Rappaport sent this out a short time ago that Alabama quarterback Bryce Young, a potential number one overall selection, will visit the Panthers on Tuesday, a source says. The top 30 visit to Carolina is a big step in the exhaustive process to finding the top pick so is it a foregone conclusion Bryce Young is going to be the number one overall pick for the Carolina Panthers is that the most overdramatic tweet we've ever seen it's well done for a top 30 visit (laughs) I mean my god it's well put together still two and a half weeks before the draft starts and we're acting like oh this is the next step of course it's the next step and also uh, some bad news for Cam Newton, who was looking to back up uh, Malik Willis and Ryan Tannehill. Uh, apparently, Will Levis is headed to Nashville. He's going to visit with the Titans coming up on Tuesday. Hmm. So they've been a team that some people have looked at as a potential trade-up candidate. Yeah. Where uh, number three is Arizona. Sitting there at three, you would venture to guess Will Levis would be there. And then the Indianapolis Colts would be jumped again. So maybe uh, Tennessee could make some sense moving up in the draft and, and looking at Will Levis or something like that. Well, but, whether it's Levis or Richardson, you know, both those guys are, are viewed a little bit more as a, as a project. It would make some sense. You got Tannenhill there. He's in the final year of his deal. Um, they could they could learn, grow underneath him while he plays. And 
if things don't go well, then, then you put them in. You know, allow them to get some experience before they head into year two and see where they're at. So that can make a lot of sense. Uh, but that's a big jump. Tennessee's drafting, I believe, at what, 11? Getting up to 11 to number three, uh, that'd be a lot of draft capital. Because where was San Francisco at when they traded up to take Trey Lance at number three overall? 13? Okay. They were in the teens, somewhere yeah. like that. We, we, can, we can double-check that. But yeah, they... And just, just so people understand how that works, there used to be a, uh, an associated value with every single one of the picks in the draft. Jimmy Johnson basically came up with this chart, and most teams have deviated from that to a degree, like they have their own chart. But some teams still use it as li- at least a frame of reference. So, you know, if, if you're drafting at number 11, like the Tennessee Titans are, that pick is worth X amount in value. And then if you're trying to trade up to three, you know, that pick's worth X amount in value. And so the team sitting at three, Arizona in this case, they would be saying to the Tennessee Titans, you have to at least provide us additional picks that would equate and add up to the value of this third pick or more. Otherwise, we're not doing the deal. So that, that's, a, that's essentially how this has always operated. Now, when you're moving up for a quarterback, you know, sometimes you know, a team like the Cardinals can get a little better deal because they know the Titans with where they're at. They're, they're desperate to do this. Otherwise, they wouldn't be you know, calling their phone and offering them this. So that, that's how it works behind the scenes. Uh, the 49ers were at 12 when they traded up to take okay, Trey Lance. So spot back. Yeah, so uh, Tennessee potentially moving up to three. And if you were moving up, you would take Levis over Anthony Richardson? Uh, no, not necessarily. I mean, uh, it all depends on what you're looking to accomplish. You know, if, if you're looking to, you know, to get a guy that has the top-end value, you know, that's, you know, that's Anthony Richardson. If you're looking at someone you feel like, all right, he's got a couple years of experience, not really sure what to make of, of last year under Rich Scangarillo at Kentucky, but hey, when, when Will Levis was playing under Liam Cohen, uh, he was balling and, and he, he looked really good. So trying to figure all that out. So by the way, for example, I've got up one of the draft charts. I don't know that this one is uh, Jimmy Johnson's, but I think it might be. So the third overall pick is worth 2,200 points. And the Titans pick at 11 is worth 1,250 so obviously there's a gap, right, of, of a little less um, than, what, 1,000 points there. So they've got to figure out, if you're Tennessee, what other picks do I have that can help equate to the value, at least equal to or more than 2,200? And that's when Arizona starts saying, okay, now you're talking to me. Now we could potentially get a deal done. Will Levis and Mike Vrabel, that'd be fun. You think they would lift together, those two guys? I think they go go throw some iron around before they go out to practice. A couple of meatheads just doing shoulder shrugs with like one tens on their way to the meeting room. That would make a lot of sense. I did one twenty five on Friday. Did you shrugs? Shrugs? Really? Nice. Mm-hmm. Do you use grips or no grips? Do you wear uh, gloves? Who wears gloves, I, Jonas? I'm just. Well, I'm asking I the question. Little, Some people do. Know, I have like the CrossFit deals. You know, like you put over your fingers. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? Almost like like finger thongs. You know what I mean? Does yeah. That make sense? So you wear gloves? I don't wear gloves because they're not gloves. Like, they don't cover my fingers. They just go to where, you know how, like, Q, you used to put the tape on your your, on your hand and then you, or they put that, like, material on your hands and then they taped it around your yeah. wrists. Yeah. yeah. It's But now they make it so that you can, you know, it's like connected to a wristband. Yeah. So I need wrist support more than, than 
Oh, that's like I'll rip. I, I'm okay with ripping my 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 you know finger pads up, like oh, yeah. the callus parts. Yeah, but Jonas, I need, you wear I need gloves, wrist though, support. Nah, no gloves here, man. They call you me. You don't wear anything. No, wear anything on your hands. They call me Mister Blister. Yeah, I don't think I'll let it fly. I mean, I, I've shook your hand before. It is as smooth as a baby's butt. Brady literally shook my hand and said, my God, like, did you have rocks in your palm? No, I, said, I think no. it was the exact opposite. I was like, did you just lotion your yeah, hands? He like, was, what are you doing? He was shocked. He asked me if I worked at, if I was a mechanic before I got into radio. It's definitely I was like, yeah, I don't worry about it. Don't worry about what I did. I'm telling you, Var. Hmm. It's a real deal here. But hmm. you know what? Backs all loosened up now. Shrugs with one fifteens, and it wasn't nine p.m. or nine on the clock. It was more like ten, ten o five. When you were, you were looking at like my the way I was standing, I was more at ten. Yeah, legs at six, back at ten. <laughs> That's how far over I was. It was bad, man. I, I felt really bad, and I felt really old. You know, because my kids were sitting there and they were like, are you OK, Dad? Dad, are you OK? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm an old man. Like, I really am an old man. Like, I was walking. I had one hand on my hip and the other one I was like grabbing on stuff. You know, like, you know how you grab stuff to try to like pull yourself forward and stuff like that. Like, I really had an man. old person moment. I was going to say, that sounds like an old person. Yeah. Yeah. That was real. I threw that ice on it and got a little decompression, and now I'm, I'm back. Feel better now. Did, were you as banged up as Tiger Woods was over the weekend? Uh, no, my three legs seem to be oh. in in good 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 tack. Like they, <laughs> I think they're I'm I'm able to walk like the elephant. You know, <laughs> that is able true. to move with ease right now. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a really really great point. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. By the way, the NBA playoffs are set. Ready for some play-in action coming up on Tuesday. How about it, huh? Hawks, Heat, T-Wolves, Lakers, and whatever uh, you know, form or fashion the Timberwolves come in, because who the hell knows? They got players fighting each other on is, the bench. Is Rudy Gobert going to be there? I don't know. What, what the hell happened? They got players punching each other on the bench. Bench, and then they got another guy punching a wall on his way out and breaking his hand. <laughs> it just uh, last game of the season, and the Minnesota Timberwolves melted down, and now they're going to be at the Lakers to take on uh, LeBron and company in the playing game. So we've got that coming up uh, on two. I, I still don't know how I feel about this playing tournament. I don't know. feels feels a bit unnecessary. It, it feels a little bit too gimmicky for me, the way it's all structured. Would you rather them just play a series and, and expand the playoffs and, that, and the more of that format? What I would rather them do is have the first round of the NBA playoffs be a shorter series. Three five, games. Five games. I mean, three, three games would be fantastic, but five yeah. games because I think it would increase the intensity right off the bat. Instead of this, right. yeah, somebody loses game one, big deal. You got another six to play with. Well, you still have another two you got to win. But here's the thing. We've talked about this, you and I have, for forever, since we first started working together. There's no way that any league is going to reduce the amount of games they play in the playoffs because TV partners know that's where the heavier advertising dollars are. That's where the money's at. So they can't afford to reduce it. I, I think these are always like small steps when they have a playing game of eventual expansion. So I'm with you. I mean, I personally like the sudden death feel to it. Obviously, you know, you've got a team that, you know, is, is on the brink of, of being eliminated. 
And so it, it makes for better television. It makes for more drama. The problem is, you know, then you move on to these longer series where you don't have that same sense of urgency, not only to watch as a viewer, but obviously as a player. And that, and that is like one of the other things that you notice, I think in basketball, especially the NBA more than anything else, there will be swings where, you know, there's just, it's a blowout. Like a team gets up by 12 or 14, they pull their starters, they rest them. They're like, all right, this game's over. There's very few examples of a team like playing their starters through the fourth quarter if they're down by 10 or 12 points, which in basketball, that's not that much. I mean, you, you, you have runs all the time. Um, and so it does lend itself to have, you know, some of those issues where you've got a longer series. You got guys who are, you know, not even playing come the fourth quarter because the game's a blowout. And you turn that on, you turn it right back off. I mean, that's that's unfortunate. I think what's what's happened with the NBA, at least in, in my opinion, with it, it just it hasn't become appointment television. These playing games, though, like they have, like I actually I like the concept, um, amongst other things. But I think the NBA's really got to they've really got to start looking in the off season at figuring out how to change the game to make it more appetizing for the viewer. I mean, I, I look at what baseball has done with the pitch clock, and it's awesome. I mean, you might, you, know, you might miss a portion of the game if you go get up to go grab something to eat, come back down, sit down. You might have missed an inning by then. Um, or even if you're sitting at the game, you go to the bathroom, you come back, you miss an entire inning. But it's still way more fun. The pace of it's great. Uh, I personally like it. And I think the NBA could use some sort of, I don't know, renaissance as, as far as how they use their league. Maybe an Elam ending for the fourth quarter in the regular season. Every night then you've got highlights of a game-winning shot you know, as opposed to teams up by 20, it's pretty much over. Um, or maybe if the Stars play, uh, that would be good. Yeah, and, and look, you know, the, the whole load management thing I think is something you're always going to battle when you play that many games. I mean, you see it in, in baseball sometimes to a degree, right? Guys go on various DLs. I, I don't. I, I mean, I'm not smart enough to have an answer for you know how you overcome that. I, I just I feel like you've got to figure out a way of at least making it more fun and having a more dramatic ending, um, at least in, in in the NBA right now. Because I do feel like it's trailing mightily behind other professional sports. I mean, get rid of guaranteed contracts. You only want players to have to get. The players already have too much control. Look, They're not gonna look what happened to Deshaun Watson. He got a guaranteed contract and he sat out like six games last year or something. Yeah. So it's like, come on, that was load management. No pun intended. If um, load management gets out of control in Cleveland, we're going to know why. Yeah. Yes. I think it already did. <laughs> yeah. So his, his, his load management's been managed for a long time. <laughs> I think we're already there. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, by the way, um, oh, so we uh, compensated for it. Uh, so we uh, let's go ahead now and preview the uh, Dallas. Some would say there's no load at all. You know? <laughs> Some would say. Let's take a uh, as we continue our NBA playoff preview now to the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, that's right. Uh, Dallas is not going to be participating Yikes. in this year's playoffs. Nope. Man, oh man. It. And so now there's what is the investigation complete into uh, what Dallas did on Friday night where they sat five players and just basically. They were resting them. And my, the best part is, is the only reason Luca played at all is because it was Slovenian night. <laughs> And so, so they had to, they had to trick him. And they're like, all right, come on. They had to trick him to play. Yeah, go out there, like <laughs> the tip of the cap. And then you got Jason Kidd who's having to talk afterwards about all the uh, decisions the organization's making and all that. Just you made a trade to bring in Kyrie Irving. 
It didn't work out well. And now they're in this spot to where they've got to probably bring him back next year and, and pay him and try and redo this whole thing again. But if you had Kyrie Irving and Luke on the same team and you can't even make the play-in tournament, that is a disaster. And Jerry Jones has got to be feeling so great about things because now finally there's a, a bigger disaster than the Dallas Cowboys have been at certain points over the past couple of years, and it's the Mavericks. So at least they got some company there. It's just crazy how they weren't until Kyrie got there. And then it's just... <laughs> Everything fell apart, man. Mm. You think maybe it's him? I think maybe there's something that Kyrie Irving brings to the table that just is problematic. Did the Nets make the playoffs? <laughs> uh, I, did they? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, it's um, where would Kyrie just come from? Well, you know, Brooklyn. Yeah, you know, there's, there's a little Brooklyn, and uh, yeah, the, the previous team, uh, the Celtics made the playoffs. Uh, the previous team before that, the Cleveland Cavaliers, made the playoffs. <laughs> it feels like every team uh, somehow has figured it out. And by the way, how about your Cavs, huh? The yeah, four man. seed. They're fun to watch, man. Good defensive team. Getting, getting Donovan Mitchell. Good defensive team. But they've drafted well. They've they've kind of found the right pieces to make it work. You know, that's a team that, that'll be, a, you know, a contender. They'll, they'll definitely be in the mix, but... Yeah, I mean, it's been awesome since seeing Donovan Mitchell join. Yeah, so the uh, the NBA playoffs are here, and they should wrap up sometime by uh, about November. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio, and right now it is time for the progressive play of the day. Brown's putt on the way and in, and another Spanish superstar will wear a green jacket. John Rahm becomes the fourth Spaniard to win at Augusta. He's won the 2023 Masters Tournament by four shots. He joins Sergio, Jose Maria, and Seve, the Spanish Armada of Augusta champions. Sirius XM Masters Radio on the call. That is your progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They will help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. All right, so it is uh, two pros and a cup of joe here, and it is a tradition every single day here on the show. We close up shop with a little something we do called You In or You Out. (laughs) And I believe... I thought, is you in? Is you in or is you out? I mean, Birdo. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here? Wait, hold on. After that play of the day, I mean, I, that, that play of the day should get the, the butt. By the way, I like how Tariko doesn't even give the last names. He just calls them on first name only. Like all, all, all those guys. Jose, uh, okay, I got you. Thanks. Thanks, Tariko. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. 
And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.